Blog Talk Radio. Cheese on the podcast. Well, 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 well. Technical difficulties finally over with. Got to love the folks over at Blog Talk Radio for stalling us off for a little bit. Um, They probably knew that we were going to come out the gates a little harder than normally because the last time and the only other time we had an emergency podcast, Willa had to calm me down pretty heavy during the summertime of last year, if I believe when I almost blew a gasket and lost a couple of screws up on the top side. But um, nonetheless, as I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming again to you as you got an episode yesterday. And just a few things we needed to touch up on today that was a reason for the emergency podcast. But just chilling right now, another uh, evening show uh, in the later night. Uh, a little bit later uh, on the night from Willis' side. But um, my man, D. Willis, how you doing, my man? Oh, man, so far so good. Uh, like I said, well, like you said, you know, these guys are blog talk down that foolery. Had us sitting around for 15 minutes, couldn't even get into the thing, you know. But uh, they're going to have some explaining to do type of guy that just sits there and pays money for nonsense. So, you know, but I was, uh, you know, uh, Monday, I usually got a flag football, but we had a little rain out here, so they uh, they postponed it. And uh, so when you called me about a emergency episode, I was a little intrigued because I knew, like you said last time, you got on here whining about boxing and then come to it. Uh, uh, 2017 was a great year of boxing, and you you know you were on that uh, SG tip. We won't say the name, but you were on you know the foolery, and. Um, <laughs> Maybe this year, maybe since we're having it a little earlier, uh, it'll get the year cracking again. Because last year you whined about it. It was a great year. So maybe you'll whine about it today. And uh, we'll have a great 2018. So that's what I'm hoping <laughs> to get out of this. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, you know, I think during that time of the year, um, I was playing in the snow without my coat on and got sick. So, uh, but 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 yeah, hopefully it is a, a good luck charm to boost the sport up, uh, so to speak. But um, and then uh, alluding back to what you were saying, yeah, I, I had to um, shoot those guys a tweet over at Blog Talk Radio, make it short, direct, and simple. So hopefully they get this shit together because that music that we have to listen to, waiting to get on the line, just kind of, I mean, it, it bothers me as much as that that. Uh, that Astros song you were playing during the World Series <laughs> with the little banjo background. I'm just kidding with you, man. But, uh, oh, championship nah, song. I got, 
championship songs hurt you. I feel it as a Sacramento fan. Hey, I feel where you're coming from. Oh, man. Okay, you could go there, but you know what? Your little Astros had a nice run last year, but my Giants then had a dynasty. So, um, you know, you could say that with your little one ring that they got, one little chip they got, but we've been doing it. So, um, and, you know, the Giants came up with Andrew McCutcheon and a couple other free agents in this season. So we'll see how good the Nationals do compared to my Giants do. So I could talk about that one because, yeah, my Kings ain't done it. My Niners ain't done it. My Canes ain't done it. But my baseball team been holding it down. Um, but, yeah, that's here nor that. You know, I, will, I got a couple emails today. I uh, got a couple – uh, DMs, kind of weird when, you know, boxing fans slide in my DMs because, you know, I don't really like dudes sliding in my DMs like that. But uh, nonetheless, man, uh, people were talking about, uh, you know, the show yesterday, mentioning that we forgot a couple things. Um, you know, yesterday uh, it was a, um, a little bit later scheduled show than normally, and um, we were, you know, we're just covering our bases from what we uh, had coming up, and sometimes we get a little long-winded with some of the uh, fights that are coming up. But one of them that we forgot to mention that um, I was looking a little bit forward to, and I say a little bit because people uh, get it twisted sometimes. When uh, I was uh, talking about the George Groves Carl Frotch fight, you know, when George Groves got knocked the fuck out. Um, everyone was talking about how great a fight it was, you know. Um, but for me, it was a European-style fight where it was a fucking jab fest the entire time. And I know Carl Frotch has got his respect in the sport and, you know, went out the way he did on his own terms. And, hey, barely. Top to him. Barely, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and, and people want to, um, if, if anyone wants to, Correct me on that. Go look back on the fight because I was hyped for it when I was watching it. And, um, you know, I had a, a couple people over getting hyped for it, and uh, I felt like I was really disappointed because, you know, it was a jab fest, and that's pretty much all it was up until that leading knockout. And the knockout was sensational. You know, um, you know, Groves almost broke his fucking leg when he fell back. And nobody's done that to Groves besides Frotch. So, um, you know, um, I, I, you know, hey, it is what it is. The European boxing shit, man. Um, sometimes they're just a little bit too much of a, um, uh, too much sticking to the basics and all that stuff, and uh, uh, they play with too much of a, uh, not enough sense of urgency at sometimes. Um, that's not the case with Chris Eubank. Uh, I know he suffered that L uh, early in his career against Billy Joe Saunders, but you can't get it twisted with Billy Joe Saunders neither. That guy. He's a good fucking boxer. He's got a good boxing head on. So um, for for a guy like Eubanks, he's uh, going against the grain, so to speak. I know he's been bullying his opponents and sparring, going real hard on guys, you know, um, and it's hard to get some good work for him when it comes to getting guys going in there when when it comes to training camp and all that. And um, he's trying to prove himself as a, as his own man, not with the fact that his dad's opened up so many doors for him in the sport of boxing. As we all know, his father was a professional in his own right. So he's trying to um, pull off the, the reins a little bit from his dad and go his own route. But nonetheless, man, um, that fight was one fight that we forgot to mention. And, um, you know, I apologize for that. Should have been on top of that. But 
That's why we're able. That's why pencils have erasers and shit like that. So, um, you know, they're going to be fighting this Saturday at Manchester in the UK Manchester Arena, uh, the WBA IBO Super Middleweight Title, and um, it'll be in the uh, Ali Trophy semifinal. Um, and you know, something that uh, I really like what I see when it comes to to George, uh, excuse me, to Chris uh, Eubanks. He puts a lot of content out there. You know, I think he had that uh, video he put out. Was it throwing a like ninety something punches in eleven seconds, something like that? You know, he's a uh, he, he he really does pass the eye test when they, when you see this guy working out, when you see this guy uh, focus pads or body work on a, on a heavy back, anything like that. He uh, he puts it out there, uh, maybe as a sign of intimidation because a lot of those guys just seem soft to me. I don't know what it is about them. But nonetheless, Groves is the bigger guy in this fight. Eubanks is the guy moving up. And, you know, Eubanks, um, I feel like that guy could be a, a really uh, a really good fucking figure in the sport of boxing, man. He's got a, he's got a certain charisma about him. Um, he's chiseled, good hand speed. He's got that, he's got that vicious to him that you can't really teach. And it seems like he fights with a purpose whenever he's, uh, when he's, when he's showing that he needs to do it. Uh, he lets his hands go at times. And if he knows he's connecting, he's not going to stop. Don't let him smell blood in the water. Chris Eubanks will, will put some work on you. But I don't want to sound too much like uh, those fanboys that are out there for Eubanks because, you know, they'll think Eubanks is just a dangerous man that nobody stands a chance against. But that wasn't the case when, Billy Joe Saunders took him to school. But nonetheless, we're talking about George Groves. George Groves, 29 years of age. He's had a good amount of experience. And as I mentioned, nobody has done to him what Carl Frotch has done to him. He's saying that the Ebanks basically are on a fall from grace, saying that they, they've lost They've lost sight. They, they're, they're, they're all over the place. They're discombobulated. He's mentioning a whole lot of comments trying to get under Ebanks, Ebanks Jr.'s skin. But from the interviews I've seen, they're trying to mention some of these jabs that he's throwing to get some video content or something like that. And Chris Ebanks Jr., complete tunnel vision. He's not worried about anything that this guy's saying. Plans on going in there this weekend, putting that good work on them, and not by a bunch of jabs. So, well, uh, this fight is going to be a pretty big fight over there in the UK, and um, I think the uh, the fans of the US are, um, you know, I wish we could figure a way out to where we could get some of these fights viewable over here, because. Um, as we mentioned yesterday, we're going to have Danny Garcia and Brandon Rios on Showtime. And uh, one thing that I was going to mention is that we're going to have, or that I was going to mention on today's show was that we're going to have uh, Devin Alexander um, in the ring with uh, Victor Ortiz on Fox. That fight really uh, doesn't have much significance as, the, as much as Eubanks Jr. and Gross. Um 
if there was a way we could like uh you know stream these fights somehow because there's a uh, if you go on YouTube and try to look up some of these uh Groves and um Eubanks type of videos they have put out or or anybody that's involved with Sky Sports unfortunately uh, for us in the US we can't view those videos because we're not subscribed to Sky Sports and um you know that's just how it is if they were able to you know, uh, video stream on YouTube or Facebook or something like that, kind of like how the LeVar Ball got his boys streaming on, over in Latvia. Get a lot of views that way. But I understand there's money to be made, and they really don't care to um, bend over backwards for the United views. But nonetheless, man, this is a pretty big fight that I forgot to mention yesterday. Um, on paper, um, I, I personally think that George Groves is going to um, hopefully he don't almost break his fucking leg again because I think he's going to get stopped in about six to eight rounds. I, you know what? Since he's a bigger guy, I might give him a little bit in the later rounds. But I think Chris Eubanks, uh, this kid is, um, you know, he's got that rampage in him. And I don't think a guy like George Groves is going to be able to cool him off enough with some of these, uh, you know, signature punches that he has in certain fights where he's gotten away from certain things. But, um, you know, he's trying to pull the angle. You know, once you've been in the fight with a guy like someone, someone like Carl Frotch, who's uh, obviously, you know, another leap away from Eubanks, you think you can go on against anybody. But we know boxing math don't work. Just because you beat so-and-so doesn't mean you can beat so-and-so. How you feeling about this fight, Will? It being a, a man of, um, as we know, the U.K. brothers, like Chris Banks Jr. Oh, man. Hey, uh, I would like to apologize to everybody. You know, usually uh, behind the curtain, you know, to go where they say behind the, the curtain or whatever, I'm the, I'm the guy that puts the, uh, you know, lets R.C. know about the future fights. He's a young guy. He's got a lot going on. So with last Saturday, with all the stuff going on, uh, I had to. Re- we just had to rely on memory on what was going on, uh, you know, with me going with Janelle stuff. So, apologize about not talking about this fight. This is a, a big fight. Um, yep. Like you said, I'm usually, I'm usually not one for the UK fight. Well, I say that. I mean, I have a lot of criticism towards the UK fights, but I do watch a lot of UK <laughs> fighters because you know they call you racist. <laughs> Yeah, they call me racist, but I talk about the UK brothers more than I talk about the the white UK guy. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh Yeah, yeah, I feel this it. is a good fight. Um, this is a real good fight. George Groves, uh, you know, he got that work from Frotch. His last loss was against Badu Jack, split decision. Badu Jack is, you know, even though he's a he's a European guy, he's not a UK guy. Uh I fuck with him heavy. So That's he didn't, yeah, you know, yeah. Groves, yeah, Groves not getting knocked out by uh, Badu Jack, a bigger guy, you know. That's giving me a little more hope for him to make have it be a good match. You know, Eubanks Junior, he, you know, I never want to get, you know, I've I've been down this I've been down this lane before, you know. You never want to get too hype on these UK brothers. That you know, Eubanks looks the part. Got the speed, got the power, but he, you know, he doesn't have yeah. 
he, he gets hit a lot from what I've seen. You know, he isn't the most polished guy. Looks like he, he's more athletic. He's more on athleticism than uh than skill. And George Groves is a skilled guy, not really that athletic, but he's got he's he's got his skills, like he said, he's got the UK fundamentals down. Um and he's uh and like you said, he's he, and he's gone against some of the best fighters in the division. Uh, Eubanks, not so much. You know, he didn't. He could knock out yeah. old ass uh, Arthur, Arthur Abram. So you know, this is going to be a good fight. Uh, what? You know, I want to lean towards Eubanks just because you know, for for uh, obvious reasons. But I, I think this is going <laughs> to prove. This is going to prove if Eubanks is good. You know, like I like we said, he's got he's got the flash, but he's got that L. You know, who has he beat? Uh, not too many. He lost to Billy Joe Saunders. That was his first real fight. But like we said, Billy Joe yeah. Saunders is a little older, a little wittier, a little you know more of a vet than him and better boxer. So you know, so he's been on the tear, knocking out most of everybody except Arthur Abram uh, since then. And so we're gonna see. We're gonna. This is gonna. This is his chance to prove to us that he's he's the real deal, and he's not just another, you know, uh, UK level fighter. So we'll see. If he goes, you know, if he loses to Groves, then this depends on how he loses. But he's not the real deal. If Groves beats him, oh, yeah. you know, Groves had Groves. We'll have to see more because, like I said, we don't know if Eubanks is the real deal. We do not know that. He hasn't beaten anybody to prove that. Um, so, Groves will be able to – this is just uh, – this is a measuring stick for both of them, but we'll see. Now, if it's an even, close fight, nobody really wins, then maybe they're both bums. You know, maybe they're both U.K. bums. But we don't know. We'll see. Yep. Um, I am very interested in the fight. Um, and, you know, you're talking about we can't watch the fight, but, again, it's 2018. And me, I'm watching everything via cell phone and iPhone, iPad. So I'm still, I'll be checking I'm still that out for sure. Hey man, you I'm know, hey, I had to go. I had to, I had to reach out. You know, I need to reach out to who gave it to me to make sure that I can pass it along. I'm not just, you know, you're probably the type of guy you get it. Ah, I got it. You're passing to everybody, then it shut down. Me, somebody, oh, man, somebody nah. bestows it to me. I reach out and like, all right, I got my partner over here. He said he's trying to look at it, you know, and I'm waiting for the answer. So once I get the answer, I can hook you up, man. If they say no, then I can't do it. Just is what it is, man. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not rolling the dice, you know. Nah, it's all good. But I'm sure that fire stick. Yeah, it's your fire stick. Yeah, I figure it out one way or another. Um, but uh, yeah, you, you made a lot of good points, man. Because um, like I said, with George Grove, or, um, uh, Chris Eubanks, he does pass the eye test. When you, I, I mean, if you were in the gym with this kid watching him work out, you probably think this fool is a fucking beast. Like you would think that he's just gonna murder this white boy that he's about to get in the ring with. But um, you know, with Billy Joe Saunders showing that it takes a little bit of, um, uh, when, I guarantee you, when you're a guy like Billy Joe Saunders who has a lot of skill, uh, it, it's like playing, uh, um, like how those those dudes have the little red flags in front of the bulls and shit like that. You know how to tame guys like that and make them use their energy. Uh, frustrate them and make some easy work of it. So, um, you know, I, I definitely see that point of it. Um, 
but I think Chris Eubanks might be ready. And um, if I'm wrong, then that UK brother stuff, man. I mean, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm just, I just don't see it with Groves. Yeah, if he gets um, knocked out, if he's getting knocked out or anything of the, if he gets schooled, clown anyway. If it's not, if he doesn't win, UK brothers will take another step towards oh, the man. Cuban brothers of 18. Took, you know, in 17. Oh man. Cuban brothers took a back step. They took a step back. That's you know, as the mo- as the weakest <laughs> guy, Cuban brothers. Now, you know, UK are always on the hill, so we'll see who starts it off. We'll see who starts it off uh, first. You know, this is going to be the first fight, oh. first opportunity for a UK brother to to show his show his skills, and we'll see. But hey, <laughs> don't be surprised if he sleep. You know, UK brothers are the type of guys that go to sleep. Yeah, I heard, man, I heard I mean, toe or something. I already, I already got, I already got Chris Eubank, so I'm not gonna go away from it. Willis, prediction, my man. How you see this fight going down? Oh, uh, I cannot. I'm not gonna make a prediction, man. Um, I don't trust. You know, like I said, I'm leaning towards Eubanks, but we don't know. I'll say, you know, I'll say Eubanks by uh, unanimous decision just because he should have the speed, the power. Does he have the skill? We'll see. You know, I really don't want to make a make a choice, but I'll be rooting for, uh, you know, Eubanks to win. You yeah, know, or I'll be sure. rooting for him to lose. You never know. Just, just feels on how just, – it just depends on that day, man. So, I'm not going to make a, pre- a prediction, but I would say we people should be leaning towards Eubanks, the more athletic fighter. But then again, this is boxing, so athletic doesn't always pay the bills. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That shit always don't work out. I sense the confliction in you, so um, I feel you. I feel you on this one. Um, we'll see how it turns out, and that's one of the fights I'll be looking forward to, um, probably the most out of all the fights this weekend, um, because uh, the other fight that's going to be on Fox, uh, you know, Devin Alexander. Victor Ortiz, former champion, trying to get back in a title hunt, you know. Um, that's Alexander. not even the uh, main event. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and it's crazy, man. That's a, that's a damn shame. Um, they're, they're obviously, they've had their, um, you know, they have their, their, their past time, whatever, you know, uh, Victor Ortiz. Um had a pretty good uprising up until he decided to headbutt Floyd and didn't protect himself at all times. And then, you know, his, his whole career went downhill after that. Devin Alexander, he seemed like he was more technically sound to have a pretty damn good career, but he ain't have enough snap to his punches, and that was his downfall. But nonetheless, man, um, you know, we're looking at probably a, a, a B player versus a C player that's going to be on Fox. Um Probably on Friday. Uh, 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 um, you know, I, I I think that one is on Saturday because I know that they might be doing it on the same day, Willard. But I'll check it out for uh, right now. But well, I mean, there's a fight on. Uh, there's a fight on Friday. It's uh, Bones, uh, Beltran. These are for a lightweight for the light WBO okay. lightweight. Beltran versus yeah, uh, Moses, thirty-four yeah, and seven and forty and three. Yeah, that must be on uh that must be on Friday because Victor Ortiz and uh Devin Alexander is gonna be on Saturday. That one's scheduled on the seventeenth. Yeah, um, yeah. 
These niggas that one will actually be in El Paso. It'll be in in, uh, El Paso, Texas, actually. So um, yeah, man. I'm usually out. Well, I'm not usually. Some of my trips, I'm out there. If I'd have been out there, I could have made a little trip out there. You at the at UTEP, UTL Paso. So that's probably twenty dollar tickets front row. Oh yeah, yeah. they got that going on the (laughs) seventeenth. Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll they more than likely have... come on before, before the. Uh... Oh yeah, the they don't want to. So this is they am I tripping? This is Fox. Fox. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be on Fox, bro. Yeah, Fox is gonna have mm. some. Uh, hopefully, not the same time as Showtime. They don't want to go head to head with that. Nah, one. they Too usually go fighters. earlier. Yeah, they're probably gonna go yeah, early. They you know usually I mean? go today. Like even though Danny Garcia is only fighting, you know, Brandon Rios. You know, Danny Garcia has pulled about 8,000 views on Showtime when he fought Rod Salker. And who the fuck is Rod Salker? He ain't nobody. But Danny, you know, he has a following. So I'm pretty sure they don't want to go head-to-head with uh, DSG. You said 8,000, right? 800,000 views. 800K, bro. That's what he pulled uh, views against the Rod Salker fight. You can look it up. That was some big numbers, man, because um, they were talking about how um, Earl Spence and Lamont Peterson, I think they pulled about um, somewhere in the 400 range. And that shit was crazy. That should have been way better. That should have had way bigger numbers than that. That's why I was talking about the whole subscription deal with Showtime and all that. But um, I, I'm pretty sure last time I looked, Danny Garcia uh, pulled 800K views on Showtime when he fought Raw Stalker for the little two rounds that it lasted. So uh, he's got a follow. Well, said- I, I don't think that they... Yeah, you said he had a following uh, and then 800k. I don't think that really, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not seeing 800,000 hey. people being fans of Danny Garcia at this point. Maybe then this was for the Thurman battery. You think they're fans? <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, that was, but that no, that was before the Keith Thurman battery and all the whining and the end bomb. You know, he's got to build himself oh, up. Yeah, you know, yeah, at yeah, the yeah, yeah. You know, Devin Alexander. Versus, uh, what's one man's name? Victor, right? Ortiz. Victor. This yeah. guy, you know, five, four years ago, this would have been something. You know. Oh yeah. Both of these. Oh, yeah, Devin, 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 yeah, Devin Alexander was a guy that sort of just like he never made it. I think after he lost to Bradley, I think Bradley might have been his first loss. If I remember right. It's like he never, he yes, never sir. came back from yes, that. Sir. He just, he just didn't have it. You know, um, and the same thing with Victor Ortiz, you know, um, a good fighter, guy that was exciting, came forward, came to box, but it's like he never, you know, he just never was elite. So these are two guys that aren't elite. So it might be a good good fight uh, at the end of the day. Might be all right. We'll see. Victor Ortiz trying to make his comeback. Uh, Devin Alexander, I don't even know what the hell he's been doing, so. That's not really that <laughs> yeah. bad of a, a little Saturday Saturday night fight. It might be a good fight. It might be fan-friendly, fan so we'll see. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it is, man. I know I've seen uh, Victor Ortiz talking some crazy shit, like, you know, trying to get a rematch with Mayweather after this win. I'm just like, bro, you know, <laughs> stay in your lane. You got to realize where you're at, man. You ain't getting no fight like that, bro. Uh but yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm like uh, Victor Ortiz definitely had a little bit of talent in him. I know he's got some dog in him, but um, you know my man's got uh, duct tape all over his chin, 
So, um, you know, I know Devin Alexander don't have that much pop to him, but I think that he's going to look like a, a lot more powerful puncher on that night. And I'm definitely going with Devin Alexander by stoppage. I don't think that I see Victor Ortiz making it 12 rounds. Um, I think he just gets battered, and the referee Stop. saves him somewhere around. Yeah, I think the referee saves him um, around nine, about about nine. I think around nine, maybe eight. Um, I don't think that. I think it's just going to be a battering. He's going to look like a punching bag in there, and the referee's going to grab him by the shoulder, wave the hand, and say, you know what, young fella, get back into uh, – what, what are the celebrity shows he used to do? I forgot what he used to do, but he was on one of them bullshit celebrity shows, so – he can go back to doing that stuff because he can't box no more. After Andre Berto beat the shit out of him, it's a wrap, bro. You can't, you ain't got it no more, man. And that's just, you know, that's just what it is. You know, you, you give up the ghost. And um, I know we haven't used that term in a really long time, but talking about a guy that gave up the ghost, Victor Ortiz, he's a man without a soul right now when it comes to stepping into the square circle. I mean, how you see the fight going, Will? Hey, Will. The way you break it down there, it that's reasonable. You know, this guy did get his ass beat, you know, at one point. So, you're right. You know, Alexander hasn't been knocked out. You know, he's just not – he's just not that step. He's a good fighter. He's probably like a B, B-minus guy. He's just not to the level of – he's not that next step. In welterweight, so I mean, um, yeah, yeah. And Vic, I mean, yeah, yeah. You might be right. He might just put a working on him. Like I said, we haven't seen De- Devin Alexander. He's fighting two no names after coming off off some L's, but he is a good fighter. He might not, you know. I, this is this is a high fight, man. You know, I want to see Victor Ortiz. Probably is done if he's got anything left. With, but you know. People try to do that second, like like Danny Garcia said. You know, they're on the second second part of their career. So, you know, we'll yeah, see the second phase. Fucking fourth or fifth. <laughs> I mean, he just got. You know, he just. It's just like when uh, you know the, the guy had a broken jaw in his fight against Marcos Maidana, and I mean, you know, he's just been in a lot of wars, bro. And um, you know, when Floyd Mayweather knocked his ass out. The way he did, he's just a guy that, you know, it's hard to recover from stuff like that, especially the way he's been looking. And when Andre Berto knocks, knocks your ass out the way he did the last fight, like, he's just damaged good. Like I said, he's, he's, a, he's a Band-Aid boxer. He's got duct tape all over his chin, and um, he cuts real easily from a lot of scar tissue that hasn't properly healed, even though he's taking time off and all that stuff. I mean, he's going to gas out. He's probably going to look like a live dog in the fight. And, I mean, hey, it is what it is. I mean, if he, I'll eat all the crow in the world if, if I'm proven wrong. Um, I, I just think that, you know, Devin Alexander, he puts punches together. Even though they don't have much power to him, he puts punches together, and I think that he's just going to uh, he's gonna accumulate them. Punches on bunches, bunches on punches, and punches on bunches. And, and Victor Ortiz is just going to realize that, you know, this is the way the game ends. For a guy who had so much potential, so much uh, hype at a certain time, you know, um, he had a following himself. But, you know, this is an ugly game. And when it's an ugly game and things didn't go your way, it usually doesn't end the storybook ending that, that most people expect it to be. I'm pretty sure Victor Ortiz believes in himself that he's going to go out on a last hoorah 
and, you know, probably win this fight. And, uh, I mean, not going to get no big fight after this, you know. He's just probably going to be a, a stepping stone for anybody else. So, um, But I got Victor Ortiz getting stopped about eight or nine rounds, man. He's not going to get knocked the fuck out, but the referee is going to step in there and save him. Man, I can see that happening, uh, definitely. It just depends. Like I said, this guy, Ortiz, he made a pretty quick climb. He's got a lot of – he's got name recognition uh, recognition in boxing, and he's got a pretty good team. So I don't know if they're going to put him out there to get slaughtered, you know, but you're right. He is damaged good. But, you know, Mexicans yeah. can take a beating, man, and be all right, you know. So, uh, yeah. you know, hey, it, 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 yeah, we'll just see. You you could be right. Uh, but I think Victor Ortiz is going to beat him up. He might be getting beat up late and late, but hang on and, and probably, probably win uh, a, a split decision or something. If he can, hey, man, that's a good thing if he can because, you know, if if he can somehow hang in there, then that's cool, man. I mean, if he could somehow hang in there and, um, you know, try to at least keep his stock relevant, there's a lot of guys that are willing to fight him uh, at welterweight. So there's money to be made. Not saying that this guy could win this fight and, you know, fucking get some storybook ending to the to the welterweight title or anything like that, you know. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, but, you know, look out for guys in the sport because, they are individual contractors, so there is no there is no players union that's going to take care of you when it's all said and done. That's why it's the hurt business, man. And anybody that's making strategic moves and not taking certain fights, we as fans want to talk shit about it. But if we're in the same shoes as them, man, you got to do what's best for you. Get your money, take as less damage as possible, and you got to try to beat the game because. Boxing is like gambling. If it was so easy, everybody would be doing it. But, you know, um, so so that is what it is, man. But um, uh, I, I just think that if he's going to be able to continue to uh, pick up a W right now, you know, he could fight some guys out there. Um, he just don't want to get in the ring with any of the, you know, top 15, maybe even 20. Um shit like that, but there's still money to be made, hopefully. With Devin Alexander, um, I think that he, if he's going to win this fight, he's uh, technically sound enough to keep himself uh, a little relevant for a while also. He hasn't taken that much damage. Um, he's like a poor man's Lamont Peterson, and, um, you know, he's going he's gonna to do what he does. He's a real textbook fighter, and um, he, might, uh, he might be a, a, a vocal type of a guy more than his, his punches speak. It sounds like he's throwing some good shit, but you know what I mean? It should happen. But um, also, uh, we got that one out the way. Uh, one thing I wanted to reiterate after yesterday was, um, you know, I had a few cocktails yesterday, chilling yesterday on a Sunday, seeing this news about Deontay Wilder. And I uh, thought it was a little bit foolish of him at first. Sat back and thought about it today. After I hit Will up, talking about, yo, we got to do a show today because we got to bring this one back out to the propers because, hmm, starting to sound like I am team bomb squad a little bit. 
especially after dropping this. But it's okay. Deontay Wilder made this proposition saying that Anthony Joshua, okay, we are, we understand you're the A side, you know, by default when it comes to numbers. And if you want to offer me a, a 60-40, which is probably what it's going to be, he'll take it. But he said that if you would offer me, theoretically speaking, a 70-30, 30% of the lion's share being on Deontay Wilder's side, he'll take it. Kind of strange why the WBC heavyweight champion of the world undefeated knocked everybody out that he's been in the ring with Deontay Wilder would take such a low bid in such a big fight. But he says that he will take whatever amount that Anthony Joshua offers him only if Anthony Joshua takes the same exact percentage amount in the rematch. And by the rematch saying that, Deontay Wilder would beat him, and then he would become the A-side. We've yet to hear anything from Anthony Joshua. He seems like a scared man, if you ask me. But maybe I'm just Americanized to the homerism of the way we conduct business over here on this side of the pond. Because, you know, Anthony Joshua... He's a complete night and day from, um, you know, guys like Mike Tyson, um, anybody who's been as brash vocally as they look physically imposing. Because if you look at Anthony Joshua, he looks like he's created in a video game. Chiseled up, big dude. Um, And, you know, his highlight reels speak for themselves. But... He's a gentleman. He don't really trash talk too much. He laces him up and does what he's got to do. He's been doing that uh, for a while, pretty much knocking out every opponent that he's been in the ring with, except for if you want to con- if you want to count his last knockout. That's on you. That's probably uh, the AJ squad speaking up because I believe it was Tarkham, whatever his name was, the little midget that came in last second. Took him to about 10 or 11 rounds, and the referee saved him. I was watching that fight saying, that is not no goddamn stoppage. But that's what they do over there. Wonder why you guys get some of the criticism. I wish we would have had the fight in Russia with some sort of Russian judge, or not judge, referee, because over there in Russia, you know what they say in boxing, if he dies, he dies. But it ain't like that in the U.K., Anthony Joshua puts on a suit and tie with his pants who probably don't have a back pocket for some weird reason, eating English muffins and posing for GQ when he's on his free time. Deontay Wilder, that's a bad man. He might not be the most skilled, but when that hand lands, Alabama power. We've seen what happens. As Jermaine Severn, if he woke up, he might still be asleep over there at Barclays. But I think it's a – I was call, questioning him yesterday, and we were talking about strategics, Willa, but this is the ultimate strategic strategy from Deontay Wilder. 
yes, I will take the small purse only if you will take the exact same thing in the rematch because I'm going to whoop your ass and we will have a rematch and then I'm going to get the lion's share and possibly a bigger selling event. Your man Deontay Wilder, Willa, how you feeling about this strategy? Because he couldn't lose and then get paid peanuts. It's a risky, it's a risky decision, but I think I like it. How you feeling about it? Hey, like I said, man, yesterday, it's uh, we'll see how it ends. You know, I know this guy Wilder. He's uh, his team is smart. They brought him up the right way. You know, so I might hate on it. It is what it is, but you know, I think they brought him up the right way. They know what they're doing, and uh, if he if they take that, I, I you know he's gonna win, and he has the confidence in himself to win, and I believe he probably will win. But you know, we'll make the official picks when it happens. But it's a smart move. We'll see what what Joshua says. Probably nothing, some excuse because again. His uh, background as a UK brother, so you know, I'm, I'm glad. Like I said yesterday, you know, I'm glad that you if you you woke up and uh, your team bomb squad, and you're uh, you're seeing that Deontay Wilder is the best heavyweight in the game. You know, if he beats Wild, if he beats, uh, if you're undisputed, he's a pound for pound guy. I think that's the only way. One of these heavyweight guys can get in the pound for pound. I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah pound for pound, don't give really, him no love. You don't really. Yeah, we we ain't really we ain't really giving these guys that much love, you know, as far as pound for pound rankings. I think some people might, but you know, they're listening in that ten through fifteen. So if somebody unifies, whoever wins that might be able to break it. Might be number ten or eight, ten through eight or something like that. So. But back to you know to the strategies he, he you think he's using that sounds good. We're gonna see. You know it all depends on it all depends on if it works. So we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully they fight. I believe they will. You can't run. That's the good thing about this new day and age of the internet, social media. You can't run. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be on your ass, and it's gonna be nonstop questions. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. But um. Yeah, man. Um, shit. Well, uh, I, I think that's all I wanted to cover today. I wanted to uh, uh, bring up the, the big Ebanks Groves fight. Uh, Groves Ebanks, however they want to put A and B. Um, obviously, the fight that they're gonna have on Fox. We didn't have to talk about the Friday one because no, those are uh, you know whatever, whatever. Uh, but 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 uh, 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 that and then the reiteration of Deontay Wilder and just making sure we put out some good content for the people because hey things changing um you know I know we got about five minutes here and um you know breaking news I forgot Adrian Broner just got arrested right now uh not sure what he's doing it might just have been a violation of his probation. Uh, because it was at the mall, looks like he was just shopping and uh, got hemmed up. So, um, yeah, um, this obviously doesn't do good for him leading into his fight with Omar Figueroa as Adrian Bonner was losing his mind the other night, posting all kind of crazy stuff. And um, he is back cuffed up again, and I'm pretty sure the DA in court or in the judge would be tired of seeing this guy in here. Um I don't know how many slaps on the wrist you can get before you actually straighten your 
straighten your head on right. And it seems like he's always said that he's, this is for real this time. This is for real this time. But, you know, uh, you know, Willie, you and I know uh, there's two types of people that go to jail. Um, one of them that, one of the people that go in there um, will never want to go back and never end up going back. But some people that go back just keep on going back and keep on going back and keep on going back. Um, hopefully this doesn't do too much for his fight against Omar Figueroa, but I know Omar Figueroa's probably got to be kicking back eating popcorn right now because his opposition can't stay out of the wrong spotlight. Man, hey, you know, Adrian Brown is a guy I root for. I want to see him win. Like I said, he has to be minus mixtape. And uh it's just <laughs> yeah. he's doing a lot. He's doing he's doing a lot out here and stuff just comes back to haunt him. He doesn't have good luck. You know, so he just need will he learn, who knows? This is the eightieth time, like he said, people go back, the revolving door and that's what it seems like. And what you know, you got a lot of that money and so he's made to bond out, get out of that real quick, you know. But but one day it's gonna, you know, you're not gonna be able to bond out, you know. Ask Meek Mill about that, right? So he needs to slow right. down, <laughs> slow down a little bit, man. Get this, beat <laughs> this guy Figueroa, who you know I don't necessarily want to see Figueroa lose, you know. But. I want Broner to be, you know, I want to see Broner be the best Broner he can be. And he's not he's not allowing himself to do that. So I don't know why he got arrested. I'm not up on it right now. Little violation. Yeah. Hey. That's how they get boys. I think that's what it is. I mean, yeah, that's how they get boys, violation. Well, hopefully he can get his shit together. Might be able to. Uh, Post Bond, uh, not knowing what he got locked up for. I just seen numerous videos on Twitter about 35 minutes ago before we started, and seen AB cuffed up and uh, again pulled out the mall by two officers. So, uh, not so sure what happened. Hopefully, everything will be all right. He needs to get back to work and stop all this bullshit. But, um, yo, man, good uh, uh, emergency episode. We could uh, cover up this big weekend that's going to happen in boxing. Um, we we uh, took care of what I think we needed to take care of, leaving off some of these things yesterday. As we mentioned, um, Janelle was doing his thing, and that's why you were out there, and uh, we kind of started off a little bit later, and, um, you know, things happened during the day. So, uh, But we came out here to hold it down for you guys and let you know that we're paying attention to everything, regardless of if we have some sort of agenda, which some might think, which isn't the case. We still got love for the U.K., so, um, well, anything you got to uh, speak on before we get up out of here, man? Uh, no, that's it, man. We'll catch you next time. See, see these boys on Willie and Wilts on Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. We'll be back on here on the Willie and Wilts on Wednesday, 7 Pacific, 9 Central. Um, and uh, you'll catch all some of the what's going on in the world today outside of um, boxing and then in the entirety of everything. So uh, you can catch us on there um, and uh, we'll look forward to it because I look forward to it every time we can get on Willa and Wilkes, man. It's dope. Um, you can get a hold of us at 929-477-1277. Holler at us on Wednesday. 
RC from Central Cali, Will out in Houston, Texas, Outsiders Boxing Podcast. Emergency episode is over. We are out. Mom, I love you. P.O.P. All the day.